out here to speak basketball. It's the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. Welcome to the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball, Basketball Podcast. Podcast. I am your host and who, sir, uh, in the back of a car in the middle of the country are you? Uh, I'm the producer, Matt Duncan, coming to you live from a tw- 2006 Ford Fusion in beautiful downtown Magnetowan. Amazing. And please tell everyone where in the world that is. Uh, well, you know, it's about uh, 40 minutes northeast of Perry Sound. Uh, if you know where that is, that's the home of Bobby Orr. Uh, but uh, yeah, you know, it's like about two and a half, three hours from Toronto. Uh, yeah, two hours from Sudbury, too. So we're, you know, we're up there. We're up there. Uh, you know, it's a lot of it's buggy this time of year, but thankfully it's nice and hot right now. And there's a bit of a breeze, so you don't really uh, get uh, destroyed yet. But, you know, every time, Freddie, I get uh, I get bit by a mosquito up here, I say, congratulations, you're vaccinated. Uh, take it home to your family. Huh. Uh, and, uh, you know, I hope I wish you well. I hope you, <laughs> I hope you make it through this thing. <laughs> I love that you have a personal conversation with every mosquito that bites you. Uh, I usually just smack them to death. Um, and, uh, when I'm, you know, anywhere in between Toronto and Sudbury, I definitely am afraid of getting bitten because my skin's so sensitive that it just explodes. I have like a giant bite, but you know what? We're not here to talk about insect bites. We're uh, vaccinating mosquitoes. I know. Right. We're, we're a basketball podcast. We're a hardcore Raptors fans. Uh, you know, I don't even know how to finish that sentence, but we are hardcore Raptors fans uh, and we run a podcast about it. And we also talk NBA and we are so, so dedicated to coming to you guys every week that uh, Maddie here is in Magnetowan uh, in the back of his car. You know, he set up a zoom Um, and, you know, let's just, uh, I think we can preface the episode in in a sec, Matt. Yeah. Um, but let's dive into the playoffs for a sec, shall we? Let's uh, do it. You've been keeping track of our own personal battle. Uh, yes. I think that's probably a good place to start. Yeah. Well, uh, if you uh, don't remember, Freddie and I are doing a little playoff pool where we have ranked all the teams in the playoffs from 1 to 16. And, uh, you know, uh, higher the ranking, the more points you get. That's really the gist of this game. And uh, Freddie and I actually have six identical picks which is interesting. And, uh, but there are a couple that are, you know, uh, are going to make or break this pool for us. So we got some discrepancies. Yes. Discrepancies indeed. So just as a tally right now, Freddie is up 323 to 317. He does have a bit of a lead on me. His, his bucks doing that sweep. Uh, huge lead, I'd say. Huge lead. Yeah, I do need Philly to close the series out. Um, I wasn't able to watch the game, but I heard Embiid maybe is hurt. Is that true? Yeah, and I actually think injuries is a really good place to start here because um, 
you know, I, I've been saying it all year, but I think the healthiest team wins is, uh, is sadly just becoming like super duper true. Um, and beads injured, uh, AD got injured. Oh no. Um, uh, you know, even, you know, Caldwell Pope, like lots of role players have gotten injured. Wow. Um, I think if I'm not mistaken, Philly has another significant injury. Uh, obviously Boston, you know, Kemba got injured. Uh, Jeff Green's been injured. Oh my God. Uh, Is so, Kemba out? Uh, I, I, I think, I don't know if he's out for the playoffs, but he yeah. did have is some type of soreness. I'm not, I'm not even sure at this point. There's just so many injuries. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's ap- absolute war of attrition. And, yeah. Players are having to step up, and I think it's really changing the outcomes of of games. The, probably the biggest one. Oh, I, I sorry, I neglected to mention Chris Paul, which was the first big kind of shoot to drop injury wise. Oh man, and uh, that Phoenix LA series has gone back and forth, and I think injuries have been the major reason why. Right, and uh, you know, I know uh, you know guest of the pod uh you know like our our, our brother podcast away below the hardwood ryan henry huge mavs fan i knew when they went up to the first thing that went in my head was that when when the raptors were down two to the bucks and Kawhi just saying fuck it let's get both and he yep. did he, he did, did. And, and luca's injured right so i think like that's like an injury as well and oh um, that's devastating Baca's injured. Uh, you know, he's been, hasn't been able to do anything for the Clippers. Um, but yeah, injuries aside, let's just like talk about some fun playoff performances. Like Kawhi going Terminator mode. We recognize it. Yeah, uh, we know all about that. <laughs> uh, you know, Luca's been exciting. My God, he's had some massive games. But what about you know, you know, the Trey Young? Um, yeah, just like clinic like, to talk about. Like you know, we talked about early on the pod. You know, a couple of weeks back new people to the playoffs and wow trey young you know ja morant um, yeah randall i think has struggled a little bit um but uh yeah it's uh it's been a pretty exciting playoffs i think it's mellowing a little bit though yeah it definitely is and i i will say like the one thing that i kind of got interested in and did some research on but i mean the nba finalist Miami Heat have been swept in the first round. Yep. And I mean, I was trying to find a stat to see how often that happens, a finalist being swept. I know that recently, I, I mean, probably with Cleveland, it's like a, a winner has gone on to not make the playoffs the next year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a couple of questions for you, Fred. So usually it looks like I looked at the stats of sweeps in the NBA playoffs, and it's usually an average of about three per per year sometimes it's like you have an, a crazy year like 1989 when there were nine sweeps wow uh, but, but usually it's three four Wait, nine sweeps isn't there only eight series uh oh, oh you mean through the play through, through the, the playoffs. playoffs yeah through the Sorry. whole thing yeah right. i mean the majority of them usually i think it's it was like 27 percent of sweeps happen in the first round right um, okay yeah so um i just have a question for you which team has the most sweeps in NBA history? And I will say this, they are like more than double, uh, have more than double the amount of the second place team. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, it's crazy. I love this, I love this question. Um, 
Now, uh, my my head's stuck right away on it's got to be one of the more winning franchises out there. Um, and I think that um, do, I'm doing a little, uh, you know, <clears throat> who wants to be a millionaire? Um, yeah. Questions delay here. No phone a friend, Freddie. I know. I can't phone <laughs> a friend. I, I do think that the Bulls, Chicago Bulls, you know, didn't sweep a lot. I think mm. they like took care of people fast. So I think I'm going to go to the Lakers because I feel like Kobe and Shaq racked up some sweeps, but I yeah, that's correct. They have 31 sweeps uh, and the Sixers are second with 15. Wow. See, yeah. see, okay. That's uh that's interesting to me. Cause like, yeah, I think if it, if you were like, it's not the Lakers then I would be, you know, I guess maybe Boston would, would probably be my second guess. And the second question I have for you, uh, the last part of this fun sweep uh, <laughs> game. Oh, yeah. Um, sweep, sweep me up, baby. Which team has been swept the most? If it's if it's the Raptors, I'm going to be so pissed. Um, but uh, I'm it's going be to... It's going to tough. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't get this, but... I'm trying to think about a team that maybe has been in the playoffs a lot through the course of their history, mm-hmm. but like not very good but they're kind of just always around and never the worst okay let me go with the indiana pacers that is incorrect ouch um i'll give you one hint okay yeah when you were a kid the revis boys yeah kathy she's coming home from work at night she's making your favorite meal and she says, "Get the brooms." <laughs> she says, "Get the brooms." What's the 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 favorite meal your mom made? Was it spaghetti? Um, like my favorite meal was yeah. <laughs> Wait, so is the hint spaghetti? <laughs> what your mom's favorite meal to make was it spaghetti? That's the hint. The, like, if you get this, maybe this isn't <laughs> as blatant as I thought it'd be. I love is that. It, is it your was... mom's spaghetti? This oh oh okay oh my god that took me such a long time I was thinking about it like not like Eminem mom spaghetti Detroit I I was thinking about it more like uh you know like like a meridian or like a bank password like what's the name of your aunt I'm like what the hell is Matt yeah. doing <laughs> I know I uh, I think you know I've turned the car off so it's 107 degrees in here so sorry if I okay. worded that strangely. <laughs> Okay, folks, we better keep it moving. Matt's starting to cook. Yeah, um, but wait, like just just uh, going back to this uh, this uh, table here. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that uh, what was our big discrepancy? The Nets. So where yeah. where where can you make some gains on me here? Like who who needs to do well? Well, we both have the Clippers as finalists, so right. that cancels so we- out. Um, I do need the Bucks to lose to the Nets. That's really that second round match is going to be huge because the only other really discrepancy is, I think the Phoenix Suns. You have a lot. I think Denver oh, seems to be pretty big because Denver, you have Denver. Yeah, I have Denver seventh, and you have the you have the, them twelfth. So. Oh, that's right, and I have the Suns losing. Yes. Wow. So you know what? If the Suns um yeah you know you kind of like hedged that a little bit because you put the lakers in fifth but you also didn't put the suns too low right smart thinking baby yeah 
So anyways, we'll keep you uh, apprised with uh, how the pool's going. Um, we're going to do one more of these kind of wild recordings next week, and then we'll be back to normal. But uh, yeah, like, should we talk about the episode a little bit? Yeah, so um, I, I think uh, let's talk about the episode, but just very quickly, oh, yeah. let's, let's let people know, you know, um, how they can support us and uh i, I realized i didn't say it at the beginning so just a quick kind of oh know, yeah if you want to help us out yeah guys go to dunkspodcast.com that's our website uh, i upload the episodes there you know we keep our archive there but we also have all our links for like the sonar network which is the podcast that network that we're on as well as our you know social media uh accounts for instagram and facebook and and uh, our YouTube, if you want to watch uh, the episodes, you uh, can. And uh, this week and next week, you won't see the intro on the YouTube, but it's going to go right to those sweet segments we've prepared. So uh, a lot of fun. And trust me, even though, you, even though you can't see it, Matt's in a car. I'm in a car and I'm currently sweating and people are walking around the car right now. And they're like, I, I think they're wondering what the hell I'm doing here. Yeah. yeah. They're, start, <laughs> they're starting to, they're going to corner you any sec. Um, yeah. This is good. This is good. You're really pissing off, uh, pissing off your surroundings. <laughs> the locals. Yeah. Very, very unnatural. Um, but uh, Matt, thank you so much for the dedication. You're the best. Uh, Love please it. everyone, you know, do help, help us out. It really, anything you do, it's massive, whether it's like, you know, liking something or subscribing or you know. talk about us at dinner with the folks, you know? Yeah. Yeah. If you, <laughs> uh, if everyone's vaccinated, um, why don't you have schedule a dinner with your family and, and, and just make sure that even though a lot's happened during the pandemic, you bring up, us up. Yes. Um, uh, as a podcast, that's help you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, th this, this episode. Uh, it was really fun. So uh, the, the the first of a kind of a two-part with uh, Alan Shane Lewis and um, uh, Matt McCready, two regular guests of ours. It was really fun. Um, just kind of like dishing. And uh, Matt took over an episode. And I did. I took over an episode, um, which is nothing new. But uh, yeah, my episode's <laughs> number two, uh, which we'll, you'll be seeing next week. Uh, so Matt, why don't you talk a little bit about... Uh, this episode that people are right about to listen to. So what we did is we got Alan Shane Lewis and Matt McCready, just two uh, wonderful comedians and actors and uh, really amazing basketball minds to join in on this. Uh, we've done it once before for a Patreon episode where uh, we do a tournament bracket of the best draft picks of the 21st century. So we, I create a bracket of like, I pick one pick so this time we pick the eighth overall pick and we, you know, we take Terrence Ross and we take, you know, Nick Stoskis and we put them in a bracket together and uh, and the guests and Freddie vote the best uh, eighth overall pick of the 21st century so far, because we know there's still a lot to go. But we did this before and the 16th overall pick, it's Vucevic. OK, so I think. What will be exciting about it, too, is it, it's also going to show us what team has drafted the best. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I think we're going to do it some more. And uh, I had a great time running it and hearing you guys, you know, debate on what uh, uh, these players, uh, what makes them good and, you know, who would be the best of them. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's really, really fun to do. And I think it's going to be super relevant with the draft coming up. And I, I feel like when Raptors fans find out, you know, oh, we're drafting, we're drafting seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, whatever. Yeah. Um, this type of kind of like analysis and debate is gonna show or give some perspective on on what you can expect from an eighth overall pick, what maybe you can expect from a sixteenth overall pick, like the high end of that. Yeah. Um, well, I guess this whole thing is kind of the high end of that, um, mm-hmm. short of guys like Sauce Castillo, uh, <laughs> who we ripped you for. Uh, yeah. You know, but that, that 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 was also an indication, really. If you do look at the eighth overall pick, uh, you know, you look at a guy like Nick Stoskis, and he's not, you know, he's not the bet the high end of the eighth overall pick, but it's not uncommon to get someone in that range. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, that's something to know, right? Uh, and and, and yeah. just to touch on your team point, uh, I wasn't even thinking about that, but I guess, yeah, the, the we've done the 8th and the 16th. Um, am I saying this, the 16th or is it the 14th? Uh, what, what, no, we did the 8th overall. Uh, but, but what was the one we did before? With, oh, with 16th. Yeah, 16th. 16th. Okay, yeah. yeah. And... You know, yeah, exactly. Like, is that like Orlando and Orlando? You know, I think like we'll be able to, like, yeah, it's going to be really cool to see which teams have the winning picks there. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think it's a fun episode and uh, I hope you enjoyed. And then, uh, you know, Freddie's got a fun thing set up for the week after, which was uh, listening back to it. I was uh, chuckling quite a bit. So excited yeah. for that too. And, you know, here I am in this car. Uh, you know, I just love this podcast. Usually in the past, maybe we would just say, let's take a couple weeks off. But that's not how we roll now. That's not what the podcast is about anymore. We are we are here for the listeners to give them content through the dark and the light. That's right. You know, <laughs> you, you, you want to say, hey, why don't you guys take a week off? Um, you know, just relax. We can tell your mental health is struggling. And we're like, what? You dare us not to take a week off? Um, so we're coming at you hard. And we hope that you do appreciate it. We appreciate you uh, so yeah. much. Um, and yeah, I think we're I think we're ready to get uh, into this pod. So yeah, yeah. Um, let's do it. Maddie, let me just say um, Black Lives Matter. Stop Asian hate. Email your city e- email or call your city councilors. And uh, defund the police. Uh, get on it, folks. Um, you know, we got an election coming up uh, in yeah. uh, just over a year's time. So um, be involved, be active, and uh, let's continue all fighting for a better world. Yes. And uh, Matt, if you feel like we're, we're good to jump into this pod, and or if you're just about to pass out from being too hot, please <laughs> give me those sweet words, okay? Okay, Fred, so we've got a bit of a different format today than we usually do on the podcast. I mean, I guess I'm actually running this episode, which is uh, fun and new for me. Um, I, I, I hope by the end of it, uh, I have a greater appreciation for what you do. I think it's a, a tough job. So, uh, you know, I'm going to give it my all, though, and see what I can do. Any tips? My main tip is uh, be yourself. Uh, people are going to love you. And um, don't stutter or slur. Don't stutter. Don't or, stutter. 
misread a comma or anything like that because like it will turn into a game that you have to do every show oh right 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 yeah maybe i'll just like really scrub this episode so i sound perfect as well highly edited episode maybe who knows oh yeah, yeah. this is going to be the most edited episode <laughs> of all time and uh, you know people will appreciate it as such Okay, well, why don't we bring in the guests and then we'll explain what it is we're going to do today. I've got a hot video to show everybody. I'm real excited about it. Um, but first, let's get to our uh, guest number one, which is, uh, you know, he's on the Great Canadian Baking Show. He's a Second City alum. That's something I share with him. I'll explain later. Uh, he's a stand-up <laughs> comedian, uh, improviser, everything else. Give it up for Alan Shane Lewis. <laughs> I love my music. It's so great. Sega Genesis feel. Oh, it warms me up every time I hear it. Uh, yeah, Alan, as I was saying, I'm a, I'm a Second City Teen Improv alum. So, okay. yeah, I think it's the same kind of fraternal thing. Like, I'm allowed to come do sets yeah. and go backstage and all that, right? Yeah, you know the handshake, right? <laughs> yeah. The secret, the secret handshake? Yeah, we don't have to you know, go I've, into uh, it. You know it. I really cut I my teeth say? in the John Candy Theater. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, can I just say I love that you brought up part of his intro. You're like, oh, I'm gonna talk about me later. <laughs> and, then, and then when Alan came in, he said, I love that music. And you're like, honestly, cram it. I was second to the alumni as well. <laughs> I just feel like the teen improv alumni don't get enough credit and respect. Yeah. Um, right now, somewhere sitting there, just like yes, <laughs> getting a shout out from that. Yeah, some accountant yeah, that lives uh, that uh, listens to the podcast that did the improv oh. twenty years ago. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks for doing the show, Alan. Really excited for you to be in this segment. Um, also, I will say. Uh, your podcast is nominated for uh, Best Sports Series on the Canadian Podcast Awards, which is oh, amazing. Thanks. Yeah. And uh, if people could go there and vote, can it, I think it's canpodawards.ca. And uh, if you could sign up and vote for them, that'd be great. Because you know what? Yeah, Fuck Steve Dangle, that hockey leaf guy that you're yeah. up against in the tennis pod. <laughs> tennis pod? <laughs> a tennis pod? Yeah, there's a tennis pod. There's yeah, a probably like, great. There's a hockey, like a pod. hockey one. Yeah. And I forgot the other two. You are the basketball pod on there. So yeah. we got to so get that the win. hardwood. We got to yeah. represent for the basketball pods, you know, out yeah. there. Absolutely. Damn right. Yeah. Well, let's Canada bring in. Canada is a basketball town. Let's do it. That's true. That's true. We are up. <laughs> Uh, well, if he's still there, let's maybe bring in the, the the next guest. You see, first time doing this, I guess the intros are going a bit long. Uh, no, got this things is to great. say. I'm just I'm just <laughs> excited for another non alumni. <laughs> well, this next guest is you know a mainstay of the Social Capital Theater, a big time improviser. If I ever got back in improv again, I'd want to do it with him because he'd take good care of me. You know, he would take all my no's and he'd turn them into yeses, right? And uh, yeah, you know, I've got a tie to the the Danforth I'd like to talk to him about. But give it up for the great <laughs> Matt McCready. You know what I'm about me and this amazing song? I gotta hear about this Danforth. <laughs> 
I got a tie to the Dan Forth. <laughs> oh man, every listener is on the edge of their seat. What is this Dan Forth tie-in? Kate Lake. Also, I love that um, saying someone's a Second City alumni and then going to the next person being like, he's a mainstay at the Social Capital Theater. It's like showing off someone's Tesla and then the next guy comes in on a bicycle. <laughs> Bachelor number two. Hey, the bicycle's got a plug too, you know? You can charge it. <laughs> <laughs> um, how dare you uh, compare yeah. yourself? You are a Mercedes at the Social Capital Theater. Thank you very much, Matt. Um, <laughs> thank you, thank you. But what everyone's waiting for, my tie to the Danforth, uh, one of the first times I ever drank at a bar when I was a young man, uh, my aunt and uncle, their watering hole was a place called Terry O's. And I think that was maybe one of the first places I ever had a legal drink, Terrios. Have you, did you ever go to Terrios? I think it's shut down now, unfortunately. But uh, uh, they would come all the way from, you know, like the, the Davisville area to go to this place. So I thought, uh, you know, traveling that far when you live in the city to go to a, another bar as your mainstay is, uh, you know, it's got to be good, right? It's got to be good if you're willing to drink and drive to go. Yeah, that's a <laughs> killer anecdote. About your dangerous grandparents. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess I didn't think of that. I have a tie in Danforth. My parent, my grandparents were the original drunk drivers. <laughs> Paved Don't the walk way for everyone else. Yeah, they were. <laughs> yeah, that makes me think of it. I hope they didn't drive every time. They may have taken the subway when kids used to do that. I don't know. Uh, they definitely drove me there. Uh, so, but uh, R.I.P. Terrios and, uh, you know, uh, the social cap. I, I'm looking forward to it coming back now that we're all getting our shots and whatnot, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, let's get to the segment today. These intros have been so much fun. But we have uh, this segment we've done once before where, you know, we're in the 21st century now. There's a good chance that we're, you know, we're not going to see the end of it, but that's okay. We're going to see a lot of it, I think. And it's important that we try to create this list of the best NBA picks of the 21st century. The first one we did was the 16th overall pick. It was a Patreon thing we did for the Sonar Network. Also went on our Patreon. And the winner was Vucevic. So... There might be someone that comes along to challenge Vucevic, uh, but we don't know. We don't know as of right now. As of right now, he's the contender for 16th overall, but today we're doing the 8th overall pick, also because maybe this is the Raptors' pick this year in the draft. We don't know. They could be the 8th overall. Um, I believe it's the most likely pick that the Raptors would get would be 8 out of all. You think so? Uh, I think technically, yeah. Yeah, like uh, the, their odds are most likely that they'll pick 8th. I didn't even know that. It's just fate, folks. Okay? Before I pick that number. But before we get to the eighth overall pick. and The, the fateful eight. The fateful eight. Sorry. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, fateful. Just what the eight is the... There, it's there you an go. infinity, the, the eight. Uh, had a friend who dated a creepy guy, and uh, uh, apparently she was the eighth uh, person they were ever with, and he drew an eight on her arm and said, like... <laughs> Our love is eternal, or something like that, and it was, it was a scary well, thing. It was my roommate at the time. That's, that's some Danforth shit. <laughs> that's some Danforth shit for you. That's the shit that that's, happens that's on what, Jones Street. You, you know? bring someone yeah, home from yeah. Terrios, that's what happens, folks. Uh, before we do get to this, though, I do want to bring up on the screen. You can watch this on YouTube if you'd like to keep track of the tournament bracket and whatnot. 
I have created this list for the Confederacy of Dunks of players that um, that we add to it. Now, you'll see some players in bold. We have not done a tournament for them, but I feel like we don't even have to unless you guys think that someone better would challenge LeBron James for first or Kevin Durant for I'm second. <laughs> I just think it's not even worth it. It would just get him out of the way, right? Uh, uh, like, and Steph Curry for the seventh overall pick. I just don't, looking at that draft, I can uh, read you some names if there's anyone you want to ask about. But do you think that they're solidified as uh, obviously the top players of the last 20 years? I don't know. I think Sam Bowie went before Jordan, so <laughs> for a reason. So I got to think he's got to be up there. Yeah, I, I know. I think you guys got a solid small pick this is this is pretty solid. I'm kind of like searching in my head. Yeah, the the number two pick is the one I'm really kind of my my brain spiraling. But I mean, like, yeah, Durant. Yeah, you got oh uh, Tyson Chan. This now remember, it's just the the two thousands on. So, uh, Mike Bibby, you're disqualified. Uh, but because uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was a name anyone would think of. <laughs> Not even a number two pick. <laughs> <laughs> he was the number two pick in '98. Um, uh, but Mike Bibby, Mike Bibby, oh, yeah, Mike Miller. My bad. Oh, okay, that still yeah. surprises me. Sorry, um, Mike Bibby also did uh, teen improv too, so check that out. Oh my god, <laughs> we should connect. Maybe he was in my class and I didn't even realize. Uh, <laughs> uh just some other players that might ch- might challenge Durant, uh, you know, Ja Morant, Lonzo Ball, uh, Ingram, Russell, Oladipo. Uh, but see, I still think he's at the top, right? LaMarcus Aldridge. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. None of them can yeah. touch him. Not even close. So let's say the second solidified for now. And then obviously just to see who it is. I thought about the first overall pick and it would be interesting to do like an all time bracket for the first overall mm-hmm. pick because it'd be like LeBron and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Kim Olajuwon and Magic Johnson. Okay. Could, that'd be a really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> who else? Bargnani. Oh, <laughs> Wiggins, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, do you guys oh, have yeah. any any issues with those uh, three characters uh, solidified in their in their slots? LeBron, not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. Yeah. All right, then that yeah, means that we I hate Kevin Durant. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you hate Durant? The burners can't handle it. Too oh much. yeah, yeah. Fair enough. It's the yeah. same. Um, Alan said he, he only likes Colangelo's burners. That's what I'm saying. That makes sense. There's a clear passion to what he's doing. There's there's a, totally. there's a rhyme to the reason, you know? People like high colors. <laughs> <laughs> so before we start this bracket, folks, let's get to this little intro video to uh, kick off the best eighth overall pick of the 21st century. Oh, I can't wait. This is Holy amazing. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? That was the nice. <laughs> draft picks of the 21st century. <laughs> Number <Not> eight. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> Log on to YouTube right now. Search Confederacy of Dogs. That's a good video. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the last person with the uh, shorts that were eight feet long was uh, TJ Ford. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, okay, so let us start this tournament up. I'm just going to share the bracket so you guys can see it. So the players that I have picked as the best eighth overall pick of the last 20 years, I've got Jamal Crawford from the 2000 draft. I've got Colin Sexton from the 18, 2018 draft. And Mr. Rudy Gay from the 06 draft. Toronto's Terrence Ross from the 2012 draft. Nick Stoskis from the 2014 draft. Uh, Caldwell Pope from the 13 draft. TJ Ford from the famous, you know, LeBron draft 03. And Mr. Channing Fry from the 2005 draft. So what we're going to do is all you guys are going to vote. Freddie's going to be the tiebreaker. We'll start with Matt. We'll do the first uh, bracket, Jamal Crawford versus Channing Fry. I'm just going to start the tournament now, and here we go. So what is your vote, Matt McCready? All right. I'm going to say that I feel like Channing Fry was uh, too low on this list as number eight. There's definitely people I would put in front of him. I think his game would also really translate to today. Uh, he was a stretch big, but obviously those are more in fashion now. Uh, that being said, Jamal Crawford is one of the most iconic players in NBA history. Uh, maybe the, one of the best handles in NBA history, which is obviously saying a lot. Um, so I will, uh, I will go Crawford, uh, but I just want to throw a little respect towards Channing Fry. Okay, yeah, you know, I don't know much about this Channing Fry. Uh, maybe I did put him a little too low, but thanks for the input on that. Uh, uh, now, Alan, what do you think about this? Are you a Channing Fry camp or are you a Jamal Crawford? Uh, yeah, I think I'm in the same kind of boat that uh, Matt is in. I want to give my flowers to Shannon Fry. I think he's one of the you know good stretch bigs that we have in here, and he's a champion. You know that, that doesn't mean nothing. Uh, was he from Arizona? Did he go to Arizona? Where did he go to school? But he also had some collegiate kind of success too, as well. So Shannon Fry does does all that. But to, with that being said, I got to give it to Jamal Crawford. You know, sixth man of the year multiple times. When you think about six man, you think about somebody who can get instant buckets, instant ramen noodles, instant food. You think about <laughs> Jamal Crawford. Beautiful handles on court. He does amazing street ball moves. He created that like one thing that like just 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 stuck Kirk Heinrich in the ground in the mud with that like little crossover thing that he does with the score. So I got to give my point uh, to Jamal Crawford here. Okay, Jamal. So it looks like Jamal's going to take it. Sorry, Channing, but Freddie, have a say. Are you making it uh, unanimous? Or are you going to throw one for Fry here? I'm going to throw one for Fry since my vote Whoa. doesn't matter. Um, I'm just going to, you know, shout out to Shannon Fry. Uh, gave me probably the most anxious filled second half I've ever experienced live um, when the Raptors held on for dear life uh, in the, um, I believe it was game five. Uh, or no, sorry, game four of the uh, oh. uh, Cleveland Raptors um, conference finals. Uh, oh, right. And Shannon Fry, that lineup was just devastating. We had no answer for the LeBron love pick and roll plus shooters. And it was, it was terrifying. Um, but yeah, Jamal Crawford just is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I'll throw a little jab at him reverse to what Alan said. Uh, and that I think he's, it's not his fault, but I think he's partially ruined the six man of the year award him and guys like Lou Williams have just kind of made it like all about scoring. 
Um, although that's probably not fair at all. I'm sure there's uh, other guys before him that, that did that. But Jamal Crawford, just pure swag. Amazing player. But Channing Fry. Well said. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Crawford, the first pick of the 21st century, eighth overall, moves on to the next round. And we get to move on to the next match ourselves. We're going to go to the 4-5 matchup, which is uh, the Toronto Raptors pick in the 2012 draft. Terrence Ross versus the 14 pick, Nick Stoskis. And uh, Alan, let's go to you first. All right. Uh, I don't usually, you know, pull out the Canadian card a bunch. I'm not that type of dude, but I, I am super uh, happy when Canadians do well in the NBA. And I, I shout out Nick Stauskas. I think he's a great three point shooter. Uh, you know, just, uh, just a great guy who just to have on your team can get, can get his buckets when he is working, but that is a big win, right? When does that actually happen? Is he here? And then he's even in the league sometimes like there's a lot going on. So I, I got to give my money to Terrence Ross, you know? Uh, I think we're talking about a dunk contest. We're talking about somebody who can fly, but also shoot the three-point shot. Also, 51 points. That's a lot of points. That's a half century. That's amazing. <laughs> and, you know, and also he played for the Raptors. But so I think they almost kind of played for the Raptors, but didn't make it. But I got to give it to TR right here. Also, here's a fun fact. TR, uh, when he first came here to Canada or Toronto, him and his uh, cousin lived together. And his cousin hit on my girlfriend. They tried to make them come back to the hotel that they stayed at. So... <laughs> I'm still giving him points here. This is <laughs> wow. That's how lopsided like, it is. It's a bit your your Kevin Bacon uh, seven degrees or whatever. Time. Yeah, my girlfriend at the time, I should say, because uh, we are not together. <laughs> yeah, because she went to Terrence Ross hotel room. No, uh, yeah, I feel like every you know, it, you don't have to go far to find someone with a story like that that's had this kind of encounter with a professional athlete. Um, <laughs> But uh, Matt, moving on to you, are you in that same camp? Are you a homer? Are you a homer? I mean, much like uh, Alan, I uh, take great pride and uh, happiness whenever a Canadian does well in the NBA. And that's why I find Nick Stauskas so depressing. Um, (laughs) 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 Uh, Yeah, no, he's a he was a reach and uh, I'm shocked he's even on this list. (laughs) Uh, just because, you know, like, he's such a bust. Uh, but, like, he's a good guy. And I'm sure he's a good guy. And he's a, he's obviously a better basketball player than anyone I've ever met in my entire life. Uh, but by NBA standards, he's clearly uh, didn't have much of a career. Um, yeah, so uh, Terrence Ross in a lock. Wow. Uh, this is this is like, uh, get, this is truly the uh, Knicks uh hawks first round series and that there's no <laughs> contender here at all uh but uh, it's still happening and still entertaining <laughs> freddie do you agree with this i know you're gonna probably be uh home with the raptors pick but uh maddie d uh i know you're standing up now so i hope you're ready for this <laughs> okay i'm standing <laughs> um jackson hayes frankie smokes marquise chris stanley johnson Brandon Knight, Al Farouk Aminu, just a couple players who should be on this list. Oh, really? Over uh, over Sauce Castillo. Um, (laughs) And and I'm just, uh, Matt, I love you, but I I basically read every person not named um, Nick Stoskis. He's got to be the worst eighth overall pick (laughs) that I can, that I know of. So um, shout out Terrence Ross. I love him. Flight 51. 
And um, uh, I do have him quite CEO. high. He's, he is the fifth seed in this bracket. He so. shouldn't be on the list at all. <laughs> um, like McCready said. He was drafted um, seven years ago and hasn't been in the league in three. <laughs> yeah, no, he's... He's trying to he's trying to get the his commentary game on like faster than Andy Routens. Like this guy's <laughs> okay, you know, fair enough. Like friend of the pod, like we could say the the quite opposite with Nick Stauskas. Like, he's <laughs> the foil of the pod, Nick Stauskas. <laughs> I know, poor guy. Like a could probably kick all of our asses. B might listen to this pod. C is probably gonna kick all of our asses. Um, <laughs> wow. Wow, did not see that coming with this. Uh, maybe it was just uh, the Canadian thing. Uh, I tried to make it a Canadian bracket in a way with our, uh, you know, Terrence Ross Raptors pick versus uh, the Canadian Stoskis. Did not go well, and lesson learned. We but went off on you, sorry. That's man. all right. That's all right, because we're moving on to this real good bracket Ooh. here. We've got uh, the 2006 eighth pick, Rudy Gay, another, uh, well... Raptors alumni and uh, the 2013 pick, uh, Mr. Caldwell Pope. Uh, now, Matt, uh, you seem to have some strong opinions. Why don't I? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Why don't I go to you first? So you... Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, um, this is a very interesting uh, duo here because mm-hmm. it's like, what are you looking for on your team, right? Because I feel like Caldwell Pope is such an excellent uh, role player, you know, for the Lakers and whatnot. Just gives you a lot of defense, gives you a lot of stretch on the floor, uh, gives you maybe not tertiary, but like, uh, like if you if you use your like third or fourth best playmaker, you got something going on there. Um, Rudy Gay, uh, maybe miscast is like a star player in Memphis, like the number one guy on a team, but uh, obviously out uh, incredibly skilled. Skilled, unbelievably athletic. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm gonna go Rudy Gay here uh, because uh, for those reasons and that like I couldn't even imagine uh, Caldwell Pope being the number one scorer on a team. Whereas if you put uh, a prime Rudy Gay on the Lakers, obviously it would crush. Um, so yeah, I'll I'll go with uh, Rudy Gay, but I don't think it's as close as I initially kind of pondered it originally when I looked at it. Okay, well, uh, you know, I did want to add Caldwell Pope. I guess he's in my mind because I did see that clip of LeBron in the playoffs, like yeah. yelling at him, being like, "I want you to shoot," and he just looked like like a kid in kindergarten getting yelled at for you know putting markers on the table or something. Uh, felt bad for him. Wanted to get him in the bracket, uh, Mr. Caldwell Pope. If you are listening, uh, I think you're <laughs> Fuck worthy. You no, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. you need to shoot. You need to shoot. Him and Stoskis are in a car driving to Freddy's house right now. (laughs) (laughs) You work the legs. I work the the torso. Let's do it. uh, Yeah, I think, yeah, that video of LeBron James kind of like working him. I think it was even greater to see uh, Cobble post post that in his own Instagram story. I mean, like, lucky to have him, you know, and like kind of feeling like emboldened by that. So good on him. But yeah, he's been kind of having some some slumps lately. Great 3 and D guy. Uh, shoots 40% for the people in line. Great to have on your team. Great defense. Not afraid of the moment, except for, for some reason these past two games or three games. Um, but I told you before this, I am very biased. I am very biased. And I have a dude named Rudy Gay that has been my guy for a, a while. Even before he came to the Raptors when he was on that Memphis squad with him and OJ Mayo, who's also my boy from USC too. Um, I, I've been rooting for these dudes for their entire career. I spammed them on 2K from like 2K5 or, or no, sorry, 2K7 up like 
Uh, so I'm just going to have to give it to Rudy Gay. And also like that, that in that Raptors term, you know, uh, oh, no, it's like Rudy Gay, you know, like that <laughs> moment where he takes over a game. I feel like he's got it. So my points go to Rudy Gay. Oh, man. So I guess the goal for me is to try and get a split somewhere. Uh, lots of time left. Hopefully in the second <laughs> round, I fare better. But uh, uh, Freddie, uh, what, what are you saying? Are you uh, also yeah, with Mr. Rudy Gay or did he pull your heart out and squash it? Uh, I, I will be going with Rudy Gay, but I think that this is the exact type of um, uh, kind of like thought process that's so fun about the draft. And, you know, to think about like, you know, Matt brought up a lot of good points uh, about like what Rudy Gay was able to do in his prime versus, you know, Caldwell Pope being this like role player. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rudy Gay definitely has become a really good role player later on in his career, but obviously not for for a championship team. So it's interesting to think about like where you draft a guy and like how, you know, their career develops and what stream they might get in and, you know, kind of how you wait who is the better pick or, you know, cause uh, Pope might be a guy who wins several championships. And I mean, obviously that's like the talent isn't comparable to gay, but um, yeah. Well, and, you know, gay on draft night was traded for one of the best role players of all time. Shane Battier. Uh, he was originally uh, the cool. Rockets pick, uh, and then he that's got right. shif- shipped out. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's interesting how that's come up so much in his career. Yeah, I, I think like Rudy Gay has always been like one of those like fit issue guys. Like we you know we knew with the Raptors, um, obviously with Memphis uh, and the grit and grind era and all, all that kind of stuff. So um, yeah, I mean I'm gonna give it to Gay. Uh, I think Pope is incredible, but. Uh, Again, shout out to Alan. Alan's point. Um, if you've never seen that video where it's like, don't give it to Rudy Gay. It's it's like a fan that, yeah, yeah. I, I won't describe it. Just just look it up. Uh, and the dread of knowing that someone is that good is like a fun, rare basketball thing. Um, so take it in, enjoy it. Shout out to Rudy Gay. But uh, nice. Pope also a lot of, a lot of time. Yeah. Um. The, the 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 next bracket, the last one of the first round here, when then you know it's going to get a little nastier, I think, as we go. But this one, uh, I picked uh, the seventh seed TJ Ford just based on how long those shorts were alone, and uh, Colin Sexton, who I'm very high on, the 2018 eighth overall pick, who's you know averaging over 20 points and what his first three seasons or whatnot, he's looking good, or is it just a bad team? Uh, Alan, I'll go to you first. Yeah, this one, this one's hard. This one's hard, like for me, like to to not be biased because I do love TJ Ford. I think he's a, a great point guard. And if injuries didn't stop his career, there's so many things that he'd be able to accomplish and be a part of. And I would love to see him, you know, do some playoff basketball. Uh, but the other day, I got to give it to the dog. I got to give it to the fighter out there, the type of dude who's gonna play uh, five on three basketball, and defend like everybody, and won't give up, and has a rat tail. Who has a rat? That's It's amazing. It's fantastic. So I got to give it to the the man, the myth, the legend, Colin Sexton. You know, I'm I'm, I'm all about that. The, the the Cleveland Dogs, and I hope they do well. Fair enough. I like what I'm hearing so far, Matt. Where do you sit? You want to split? You gotta split. Oh, <laughs> super shredder! Because I'm gonna chop off that rat tail. Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, no respect for Colin Sexton. No, I'm just joking. He's fine. Uh, it's quite good. Uh, I'll go with Ford because, uh, you know, what has 
are we going by potential? No, we're going by today. Who's the better pick? And uh, Ford, I think, in this first couple of years was a better player than Colin Sexton. So I'm going to go with uh, T.J. Ford. Uh, if he was, if he wasn't, uh, if he didn't take that uh, that chop from uh, Al Horford, I think he could have maybe had that uh, amazing career. He really injured his neck badly then. It was always an issue when he was drafted. But Lightning Quick uh, set up his teammates, made the team better. Uh, was just murdering when he got injured. Was just killing it and Sexton's never touched that in my opinion in his career up until this point uh so I'm going to go with TJ Ford uh it's not an easy pick but I I want to I want to fulfill your dreams Matty D wow uh, so I picked him <laughs> <laughs> I love it thank you so okay. much Freddie this means the pressure's down on you I am very very excited for this um okay so this is a really good split I think that uh if Colin Sexton are, is to continue forward, he will have a better career. No chance. He's, he's already enough. had, he's put up numbers that TJ Ford hasn't done yet in his rookie. I, okay. So in we're this inflated era. <laughs> we're all split. The difference here is I do think that I disagree with, with McCready that TJ Ford was playing at a higher level uh, when like then like you know i think sexton has played at a higher level than tj ford ever played but i think that tj ford still at this point has a bigger nba resume than sexton and uh i'm not saying sexton's gonna flame out or get hurt certainly hope not but uh i'm 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 choosing the upset here i'm going with uh my opinion the current body of work wow ford. I'm, wow uh, you know that what? I'm changing for my vote. Sexton. <laughs> <laughs> well, looks like Matt. Uh, sorry, I'm afraid it's, it's too late. Mode. The foot, yeah, it's been it's cast. Right I'm okay uh, with this. I'm because I was like, I saw that Sexton Rudy Gay matchup, but I was like, I'm gonna have to lie out my teeth about Rudy Gay being better. I'm totally okay <laughs> with this now. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I've uh, I think now this doing the second time doing this kind of a bracket uh, game. The person I've picked that I thought maybe would go to the finals has not gone to the finals. So what do I know? Right, guys? I mean, I'm just a layman <laughs> teen improv alumni. <laughs> no, you're an audio expert. Okay? <laughs> That's true. That is my wheelhouse. <laughs> Lame improv teen. <laughs> Uh, well, let's move on to the next round. We're, uh, we'll be able to gear through this a little bit faster. Let's go back to that uh, next matchup of Jamal Crawford versus Terrence Ross. This is awesome. Yeah, so let's go with uh, you, Matt. What do you think? Um, you know, I don't, uh, this kind of fits into the uh, role player type of thing because, you know, Terrence Ross is such a light, lights out shooter. Uh, Crawford, if you really wanted to kind of improve a part of his game, that might be it. Uh, but I'm going to go with Crawford. I actually don't even think it's super close. Uh, just provided so much value and entertainment. I mean, Ross is obviously very entertaining as well, but maybe not as maddening as, uh, as, uh, 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 Crawford could be. I love Crawford. I'm going to go with Crawford. All right. Uh, Alan, what do you think? Uh, man, here's what I'm going to go down to. I'm going to go down to highlights because we're going down to career. It's already over. Uh, highlights. I think Terrence Ross has dazzled us with a marvel of amazing dunks from, you know, from the all-star game to in-game, just going from baseline to other side, just dunking and, you know, through the legs and what he, what he can do. But, man, I have looked at way too many Jamal Crawford highlights, like downloaded them, giving my computer a virus. Yeah, let me like, <laughs> uh, I'm like, 
trying to get Jamal Crawford like mixtapes and getting those videos and trying that shit out like in the backyard in front of a mirror. So I got to give it to the dribble god, man, J- Jamal Crawford on this one. Hot dog, Freddie. Are you in agreement yeah. with that, or is Terrence uh, Ross? I, I am. I was, you know, uh, I was hoping that Alan was gonna just like allow me to choose Crawford and give him give him the win. But uh, I, I'm gonna go Crawford, and I'm just gonna say, um, if you ever wanted to see these two play against each other together, they're both Seattle dudes. So check out some of uh, those like pro am highlights in the summer. These guys have played against each other like a bunch, and, oh, and cool. they're always super exciting. They're buddies. Uh, so this is a, a fun fun matchup um but yeah anytime a guy like jamal crawford like changes the game or kind of has a move that's just so so special that i feel like you know it's rarefied nba air so yeah um the battle in seattle i love ross yeah battle of seattle but not deserving to go to the finals here and very exciting for mr jamal crawford the first pick of the 21st century eighth overall in the finals very excited he just popped up off his pillow he's having a good time let's move to the next semi-final rudy gay versus tj ford boy i wonder what this finals is gonna end up being but uh <laughs> uh we'll go with uh alan you want to go first and say uh Yes, I know Rudy Gay. Me and Rudy Gay used to eat seedless grapes together. He is an amazing prospect. So I have to give it to my boy, my brethren, Rudy Gay. UConn legend, three-point shooting, Duncan champion out here. Give it to Rudy Gay. Whoa. That was horrible. It was horrible. That was great. Yeah, Matt, what do you have to say? Are you still with the Ford camp here? Yeah, Matt, can you do an impression? Uh, I drive a Ford Fusion. Does that help? Uh, I can't do an impression. I can't do a single impression. I refuse. But here's an impression of somebody who knows what he's talking about. Uh, TJ Ford is my pick. Whoa. My pick is because there's no criteria set out beforehand. And so I'm picking who would I prefer to play with? And I want the guy who's going to pass me the ball. So I'm going to take the big Ford, and it's, 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 a, it's a slaughter. Not even close. Ford. Wow. 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 Freddie, um, you got some, you're, you're setting up the finals here. This is Just good. Like a this lot of good. Ontario, I accidentally voted for Ford, and it will come to haunt me in the future. <laughs> Um, And just like, you know, a lot of people in Ontario, I won't heed McCready's warning and I'll explore Ford with an open mind. Um, But no, I I am going to go. I'm going to go Rudy Gay. Uh, Love you, TJ Ford. Um, The Al Horford incident. Oh, my goodness. Just it was like, well, that's one of the most shocking, uh, horrible things I've ever seen in a basketball game. Yeah. but uh, yeah, Rudy Gay all the way. He, he just, I mean, if we're going to go highlights, YouTube some like Rudy Gay dunks. Oof. This guy does insane dunks. His windmill, his windmill, it goes so low. It's, it's crazy. He's yes, got he's, long freakish arms and a bounce. Like you shouldn't have both and height, like all three. He's got it all. Except passing. Man. <laughs> Hey, he averaged like three assists a game. A game? That's something. <laughs> oh, wait, you know, just, wait, I was going to say quick shout out to Rudy Gay since we're getting silly here. Right before he got traded with the Raptors, he instituted a no looking at the box score rule in the dressing room. Oh, wow. Because he was taking wow. like, tw- he was going like four for 22 every game. 
<laughs> and he was like, honestly, we're not looking at box scores anymore. And the coaches are like, oh, we really need those. And he's like, sorry. <laughs> Rudy Gay has spoken. Well, I hope that Rudy Gay is now looking at the box scores as he goes into the finals as the oldest player, eighth overall pick of the 21st century, Mr. Jamal Crawford. We're in the finals. Matt McCready, who are you voting for here? Well, it all depends. Would you rather vote for the best case scenario of Rafer Alston or the worst case scenario of LeBron James? <laughs> I'm going with Jamal Crawford. Oh, doggy. Um, okay, we got one vote for Jamal Crawford, the uh, OG of the eighth pick of the 21st. And uh, Alan, go ahead. Skip. Let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible Shannon Sharp. Uh, but I'm going to play the Shannon Sharp role today, all right? He's got his LeBron, and I got my Rudy Gay. All right? Oh We're talking God. about 2K. You're going to want Rudy Gay. 3 and D. Also, dunking. He's got you. If you're playing NBA 2K8 right now or 2K10 right now, who are you going to choose? Jamal Crawford, who might get blocked on a layup, or Rudy Gay, who will dunk on Yao Ming? Who do you want on your team? You're going to want the guy with the ups, the guy with the three-point shot, and also a killer crossover for some reason they he was like crazy high in that game so give it up for rudy gay the 2k legend the beast oh my, oh my god. god fred we're Shout here to every- sorry go Shout ahead to Matt. everyone who's still playing nba 2k <laughs> <laughs> it's the best one <laughs> i don't know <laughs> the new ones yeah. suck I, do, I just know those, those are trash yeah. if you're still playing 2k uh 08 um all i can say is be careful if you're grabbing a drink at Terrio's on the Danforth. <laughs> <laughs> Anything can happen. It's the Danforth. That's the RP machine on Terrio's is NBA 2K08. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Uh, this is a really, really good final. Uh, Crawford and Gay, I think, both have... I mean, Crawford's career is done, so I think we've had a ton of like retrospective, like looking at him and stuff. But I think when Rudy Gay's career um, is done, people are going to be like, how many years did this guy start? How many points did he put up? Like, I think he's going to have quite the impressive resume in, in that kind of like low level, you know, was only an all-star a couple times type of deal. Like um, almost like the Antoine Walker variety, but like, better than that i think um which is impressive i you know once you get away from the the top top tier of like superstars and whatever it's like it's about surviving in the league being a relevant player being a starter like you know there's a lot of Crawford was in the league last year i don't think uh gay will be in the league five years from now you know that's true so yeah i mean maybe crawford's got some we'll have some major longevity uh, yeah, I, I guess I'm, I'm probably underestimating just how long Crawford did play. Um, I think his last game he was 40, and he put up like 45 points or something. Didn't he put up a crazy amount in his, so. his game for against for Phoenix against like uh, the Suns or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah mm. or, or he was playing for the Suns. A memorable <laughs> career for Jamal Crawford. You're, I know, yeah, you're swaying me. Uh, oh, but boy. I have to say, if we're talking about career averages, who has the higher career average? It's uh, Rudy Gay. We're talking about people who led teams. It's Rudy Gay. Jamal Crawford never led a team. He was just kind of the background noise on a bunch of teams because he can do that. True. But Rudy Gay will lead your, your team to the 11th seed. He's great at that. That's something. That's, that's, a, lead, that's a leader. <laughs> this Jamal Crawford good. wouldn't even try that. He wouldn't even attempt that. You know, come off the bench, see what's going on, and then put up his numbers by himself. He was playing for himself, not your team. Rudy Gay was playing for you. 
Okay, and final answer. Bernie was playing for you. We've gone pure political attack ads. Now. My final uh, answer, <laughs> in fact, is Jamal Crawford. Um, Whoa! I wanted to go Rudy Gay. I tried, Rudy. I tried. I really did, but I just think like, <laughs> here's the deal. I was gonna say I choose Rudy Gay because he seems like he's more uh, friendly, and Jamal Crawford would be like too cool for me. But then my FOMO kicked in. I'm like, wonder what Jamal Crawford's doing right now. Um, <laughs> and that's basically what swayed me. I was like, I bet he's doing something really cool. Um, I'm sure Rudy Gay is too, but, you know, Jamal Crawford. That's who I'm going with. Jamal Crawford, the first pick, eighth overall in the 21st century, is the best eighth overall pick. Congratulations, Jamal Crawford, if you're listening. And uh, thanks to you guys. For doing this this was a lot of fun and it's great uh to do it with people that are so basketball minded may i say uh yeah um oh yeah i set a screen on an old lady in a grocery store the other day <laughs> <laughs> just to feel something broke her collarbone my god <laughs> um if you guys want to you know alan what do you got going on you want to do a little plug at the end of the show here yeah, you can uh, follow me at the Alan Shane on Twitter, uh, Alan Shane on Instagram, and if you like video games, uh, Shoeless Lewis on Twitch. So uh, go check that out. I'm all over the place. Okay, great, Maddie. What do you got going on, man? Um, I've actually uh, abandoned social media. Um, <laughs> uh, I've done so. Uh, my uh, grandma was injured in a longos the other day. Some guy came up and just <laughs> threw his chest into her shoulder. <laughs> So I looked after her for a while, and I've had to put my other interests on hold. Uh, um, I, I'll just say, I, I could Dan Forth Longos isn't a regular line. <laughs> Keep your head on a swivel, you know. Wow, this that, was... that's my plug. Stay at the yeah. Longos Stay on Forth. I'm wild. <laughs> Um, I'll just say thanks so much for listening. This was a fun little change to the format. Uh, as you know, I'm out of town for a couple of weeks, so we are uh, doing things a little differently. We, uh, you know, the, we obviously won't speak much playoffs here in the segment. But if if there's something before we go, uh, something vague about the playoffs that you could say to the fans or something that are maybe spitting on players, you know, uh, anything you have to say about the playoffs so far, Matt. Freddie? Oh, uh, Jimmy Butler, a bum. <laughs> wow. I don't know. I just come in hot. Don't explain it. Yeah. Just say something. It's in the air. That's right what I, I think. I think this time we could finally say the Butler didn't do it. Ooh. I, I mean, score points. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Take that, Jimothy. Yeah, I'll say, I'll, the whole time. I'll say this with some confidence. Boston coffee party <laughs> so sorry my joke so bad. no it's, it's always good to have a beat be i didn't know where i was going obviously but yeah i didn't think it was gonna be that, that bad. um that's not oh, a pun doesn't man. make sense he's taking a weird i like coffee i don't even know what i'm saying um, you know what boston you probably lost that's what i'm saying um, Freddie, I've never said this before, but uh, if you think we're all done here, just uh, give us the okay. Okay.
This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 